For all the women out there, are you curious how a plant-based diet can greatly improve your overall health and well-being? Stay tuned for this episode of Spearlift. Jack and Marcia, what are some of the main benefits, just generally speaking, of a plant-based diet and how hard may it be to transition if you're accustomed to a really different type of diet that's maybe really high in carbs, fat-based, and just overall not healthy. And we're speaking particularly women and for this episode of Spearlift. So let's just go into this right away. What are some of those main benefits of this kind of diet? Some benefits of eating plant-based or predominantly plant-based diet would be, how about, would you like to increase your energy? Would you like to normalize your weight? Would you like to have some anti-aging benefits? Would you like to feel better? Um, what else, Marcia? I feel like women overcomplicate the word diet. And so they try to find this, like, you know, miracle cure-all, like a supplement or a pill or this diet that's going to help get their weight off. And they don't realize it's not really about the diet. It's about the lifestyle. And then eating this way, eating predominantly plant-based or fully plant-based, you're going to reap all these benefits and you're not going to be on a diet anymore. When I actually tried the plant-based diet, that was the last diet I ever did, ever. I'm on this lifestyle. I'm able to maintain my weight. Um, at 46, I'll be 47 this year. I feel like it helps, you know, with the skin. You're lying. You're lying. You're no way. Yes. Come oh, 51? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 46. I feel like it really helps because, I mean, obviously we're going to uh, age where we have like menopause and that kind of stuff, like pre-menopause, and it really helps regulate your hormones. Uh, like you, you won't have that, like if you're eating a lot of processed food, like sugar and saturated fats, you're not going to feel your best. You're going to feel gassy. You're going to feel bloated. If I eat sugar late at night, like refined sugar, my heart races. And then I'm like, oh, I can't sleep. And it keeps right. me up all night. Mm -hmm. And it's like, say if you eat dessert, highly refined, and you eat it, I mean, you could be wired for like 24 hours. So it really does raise your blood sugar. It's all about eating the right carbs. Because a lot of women put carbs in the same category. All, all carbs are not equal. You got refined carbs like sugar, breads, candies, cookies, cakes. And then you have the other carbs that are whole grain carbs that are very nutritious, like oatmeal, quinoa, yeah. potatoes, lentils. Like these are all like carbohydrates. And those carbohydrates also have fiber, which actually is really sustainable. So when you eat that, you have carbohydrates with fiber versus the refined carbs. There's no fiber. It's going to be very little, very yeah. little, right? Like say for instance, somebody can eat a bag of cookies. You can eat cookies. You're like, tastes so good. It feels like it's endless and you can still feel hungry after eating cookies. And then you're like, Hmm, I'm hungry again. We don't ever see anybody eating a bag of apples. You know, you might get full after a second apple, right? You maybe grab a second apple, but you're never like, I'm going to binge three or four apples or five apples. Nobody does that because why fiber, there's vitamins, minerals, nutrients that you're going to reap. And it has fiber. I used to be the one that was afraid to eat a banana. I was like, Oh my God, banana has sugar. You know, but banana is like, really, I mean, it's, it's attached to fiber. It has vitamins, minerals, nutrients, stuff like potassium, things that are beneficial for you. Nobody gets fat eating a banana. You just don't. People get fat overeating calories and then the wrong carbohydrates. Yeah, yeah not all carb. I mean, carbohydrates, they're not all created equally. And one of the things that we like to talk about is we have to minimize the crap, cutting out the crap. And crap is calorie rich and processed foods. So it's those cookies, cakes, candies, pastries, pizza, hamburgers, hot dogs, french fries. You get the idea, right? My favorite things. <laughs> yeah. So we want to keep it simple. We really want to like take it back to basics and learn to eat food in its closest to natural state. Literally, we have to like uncomplicate and unprocess our diets. And that is what like gives us life energy and gives us vibrance. You know, I think it's really important what you're both saying with that and describing the way to see food like that as well, because I think what I think a lot of this is, you know, the way I see it. And I think for women out there as well that I know, like around me is like 
it, it's about the mental part of it more than anything, right? Because the thing is, I think we still associate, no matter what we do in life, we associate so much of what is either important to us or what we're accustomed to, or that is habitual and it's habit. And when those habits and that circuitry in our mind is on this continuum of what we're doing, it's hard to break that. I mean, even whether it's food, whether it's things you enjoy, whether it's a way you organize yourself throughout the day, I think almost in a way, because when you said, Marzia, about diet, it's about rethinking diet almost, right? It's not the way we think about things and the way we approach it really makes all the difference. So if it's like, I, so where I think the difficulty and the impediment can come in to make that transition is like, okay, I'm used to having this food like this and getting it maybe on demand, or I'm used to this instant gratification by eating, snacking out on this thing. I'm used to, et cetera. Et cetera. I mean, we got to start in the mind, you know, we got to start, I think with this, we got to. And what I really like about, um, uh, plant chicks, right? Maybe you can talk a little bit about that more in detail, why you started, why it's important, you know, why you got into it. But what I like about how you both present food in general is that it looks so enticing. Like when you present the recipes you do and the, and the types of food and meals you do, I'm like, well, maybe I should try that, you know, like instead of again, getting away from those other types of foods that you mentioned, because I think in my mind, if my mind changes a little bit and gets, you know, more geared towards that. And for all the women out there, their overall health can greatly improve in so many ways. So can you go, can you both go into a little bit more about how, like for women, that mentality aspect is so important and to approach the way they see food and intake food and also Secondly, go into why, you know, why do you start playing chicks? Why do you want to be doing this? Why do you want to help women out there? So a couple things that you said, mindset is crucial. It's one of the biggest things that we talk about in plant chicks and in our plant chicks tribe with our community of women, because that's one of the things, like you said, most of the time people do know in general what they should be eating for their health. Like people generally know that cookies and cakes and pizza and hamburgers and hot dogs, they're not healthful foods. Like it's not going to increase my health and longevity. It's actually more disease causing, right? But it's those chemical reactions that are happening in their brain. And it's those habits that you talked about. They're so used to doing that. And we have to work so much on retraining the brain and retraining our taste buds. It can take about eight times for us to start adjusting our taste buds to having instead of french fries that are tons of fat and because they're they're fried in oil so there's a lot of saturated fat there's all kinds of sodium on there because there's all that salt so instead of having french fries going to a baked potato at first you're like oh well this is kind of bland and boring but now like i love me some potatoes any of them white, red, sweet, whatever. I like all my potatoes and I like them with maybe a little bit of salt on there, but I also like them plain. And I like to add like beans and tomatoes and salsa and like all kinds of amazing things. But initially it took me a little bit of time to get there. And we have so many different tools that we use. And we have a whole thing talking about habit loops and how to recreate and retrain our brains for the habit loop because our brain is malleable and it's constantly we can change it at any age starting from a very young age all the way to elderly so it's really really important that we do work on habits breaking bad habits creating new healthy habits and learning to eat more foods that are healthful and life-giving i also think too like when she talked about habits I grew up with watching my mom be on a diet. I learned that habit watching my mom because she had four kids and after each kid, she'd be like, I'm fat, I gotta lose weight, I'm on my diet food. So at a young age, I watched my mom struggle with weight and with these different fad diets. And of course they would work great temporarily. 
and she would lose weight and then it wasn't sustainable. So she would binge and eat and go back to the, like the normal diet, you know, like a normal standard American diet where she's just having like whatever cereal milk for breakfast and sandwich, like a ham and cheese sandwich for lunch or something. And then maybe make a dinner and part of it did have a couple vegetables, but at the end of the day, she wasn't eating a healthful diet. She was actually restraining and restricting herself and it wasn't good for her mindset. So as soon as I got out in the world, I was a skinny little kid and I was 18, but I was already worried in my, in my teenage years as a woman, you know, young girl, uh, about my weight. What did I look like? Am I skinny? Am I fat? Am I this? And it really just transcended into my young adulthood. And I had very hard mentality with myself. Cause when I look back now I'm in a different place, I was such a skinny kid. I had nothing to worry about, but I had all these insecurities, insecurities. I wasn't confident. And it's kind of interesting how things take full circle for both of us. Obviously now we're health coaches and we believe in health. What initially I grew up with like struggling I didn't know what health was. I thought it was looking skinny. I thought it was being a skinny woman in this society because society has that pressure that I was like, I need to do what my mom does. I need to work out and I need to eat restrictively and eat these certain foods, carb, like gluten-free, carb, like low carb was really big back in my mom's day. And so, and take pills. Like she was taking, um, I hate health. Yeah, diet, different diet pills, whatever's on the market. Yeah, I did the same thing like Xenadream. Oh, oh the Fentramine, my mom took Fentramine when the doctors prescribed it. Uh, Fen Fen, that's what it was. And just to lose weight, like she would literally went to the doctor, doctor prescribed it. And we are in this culture where women are supposed to be quote unquote skinny and you're not supposed to eat a lot like your husband or your boyfriend or even a boy. So we're trying to break through these diet cultures and bad habits that society, diet culture society has put into women at a very young age. One big thing that we're also about is learning to love ourselves while we work on ourselves. Like love ourselves right here. Fly first, love yourself. Because people always say, or women specifically, they're like, oh, if I could only lose 20 pounds, if I only weighed a hundred and whatever pounds I think I should weigh, then I would be happy, I would be fit, I would be perfect, like life would be perfect. But what if I snap at my fingers and all of a sudden you're at that weight? Are you happy? No, because you're still thinking all the same way that you were thinking. So we have to start working on behaviors that are self-fulfilling. They make us feel good. And a huge part of that are the foods that we're putting into our mouth, the thoughts that we have, the way we talk to ourselves. We talk to ourselves more than we talk to anybody throughout the day, throughout our life. And also the people we surround ourselves with. That's one of the reasons Mercy and I created the Plant Chicks Tribe. Our husbands aren't 100% plant-based and we are. So we needed each other to help lift mm -hmm. each other up when our husbands do, were doing whatever they were doing. And then we're like, you know what? This is very, very common because there's a lot of women who they're the ones that are in charge of grocery shopping, bringing the food into the home, but then not everyone in the home eats that same way. So they need, they need some accountability with themselves so they can stay on track. So that's why we created our Plant Chicks Tribe so we could lift one another up when it's not always easy at home. So we have a lot of fun in our Plant Chicks Tribe. I really find it deeply important what you're saying and giving credence to with this idea about the influence of people around you. And as you kind of went to as well, Marzia, that it's so important to realize who influences around us and what we do, right? I mean, when it comes to food, especially, but, but many things in life, but food in particular, when we grow up, I mean, we know that those, you know, I think some people know that these, those first seven years were downloading, we're becoming like programs for what a lot of habits will carry on for the rest of our lives. And, you know, as we get older, sometimes we got to deconstruct those identities, those falsehoods, you know, leave the things that are good, obviously, but particularly for food. And as you're speaking about with women, that can be an extremely, extremely important thing that, the, you know, as women get older, have to take into account because of bodily changes, you know, as they get older, many things, hormone related things, because if you're not doing that, that can be, so, I, I, you know, I, I can imagine, I'm just thinking about people around me, like how detrimental that can be for your overall health as you get older, not, you know, getting back 
onto or getting onto any track that can be better for your health, right? So I, I think the circle of influence is a big, big deal. And, you know, I, I think that's so important to point out. So I think for all, all you women out there, please comment below. Are you, are you one of those women that, you know, has changed your habits over time? Are you on a type of plant-based diet? You know, what sort of aspects of your diet do you really want to change right now? Please comment below and let us know. We'd be really curious to answer and, you know, follow up with you if, if we can. So, um, I want to, I'm really curious as well about what you're speaking and maybe related to a little bit when it comes to anti-aging, right? You know, I mean, I, I think that's, um, it can be a, a bit of a loaded, uh, idea, but in general, because I'm thinking about, and this is not related to a woman, obviously, but you know, the wife of my, uh, sorry, my wife. Her grandfather lived to 100 years old, 100. And guess what? He ate fruit all the time. He had more of this plant-based diet, you know, good for him, you know? So that's incredible to live up until 100 eating fruit every day. So I'm, I'm curious, like anti-aging, not only is it, I think about, because the complexion as you were both relevant is, you know, a lot of, you know, we're influenced by what people say, what people do, we emulate people. You know, I and you know I'm speaking from a male perspective, but I think some women, you know, do take into a lot of consideration this idea of, you know, having uh, you know the the face, you know, have this infinite youthness wow. to it, right? I'm gonna get shellacked by all the women out there, so <laughs> I'm trying my best. But anyways, so. Getting more to the point, what, how does a plant-based diet really generally help internally, like with, you know, keeping the inside healthy, but also the out, outwardly complexion, you know, looking youthful, feeling revitalized, everything related to that. It mainly is all tied to the health of our gut microbiome. So our gut microbiome, we're either feeding our health gut microbiota that's like life promoting increases our health span or we're feeding it foods that are causing disease. So the food, the only way to feed the healthy gut microbes is through fiber. And a lot of people think that they get fiber from meat or chicken or something like that, or maybe even milk, but really the only place that we can get fiber is from plants. So fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, beans, whole grains, legumes, things like that. It's the only place where you can get fiber. And it's the fiber that are, it, like the fiber that's not, if you have a cookie, you're gonna have some grain in there, but it's gonna be refined. So the majority of that fiber is going to be removed. And that's why it's important that we eat the whole grain versus a refined grain, because the whole grain is going to be feeding the health gut microbiota. So this is also where like, okay, so do I have to eat 100% whole food plant-based, no processed foods, no crap? Can I have dairy? Can I have meat? Can I have any of these? You know, we like to say 80 to 90% whole foods and 10 to 20% soul foods. And you decide what those soul foods are gonna be. Is it gonna be some cookies? Is it gonna be maybe a little bit of cheese? What is it gonna be? You decide what it's going to be but the majority of the food that you should be eating, it should be diversity of plants. So maybe for breakfast, like this morning for breakfast, Marcy and I made a ginormous smoothie. We get these protein greens, which is a variety, like probably five or six different greens, throw in a banana, maybe some berries, some ground flax seeds some ground chia seed, and then throw in some water, drink, blend that up. And that was like maybe eight or nine different plants that we're eating. And really we quickly, Jackie, I don't want to, sorry to interrupt you there, but I, it's really important because I've heard some people say, if you put those, you know, any foods or, or you know, um, vegetables, uh, fruits into a smoothie, it actually takes away from the actual nutrients of, of those um, foods. 
you know, it kind of, it, I've made, so I want to maybe dispel that falsehood if it is a falsehood, hopefully. Yeah, no, and that's a great question. I'm really glad that you Super stopped it there. Yeah. So what happens when we start to digest, digest our food, it actually starts in our mouth by masticating, by chewing it up. So when we have a smoothie and it blends it up, it's basically like chopping it up nice and finely. So it actually is, it helps with the digestion and the absorption of all that hyper nourishment that you're getting from that smoothie. Now, the one thing that we don't recommend doing on a regular basis is juicing, because when you juice all these different fruits and vegetables, you're getting a lot of the phytonutrients and you're getting a lot of good stuff, but what you're not getting is the fiber. And remember, fiber is fire, fiber is life. Fiber is what feeds the good, good gut microbiome, and that's what we want. So juicing, you're removing most, if not all of the fiber. So it's not going to be nourishing the gut microbiome, the healthy gut microbes that we need to replenish and re-nourish as much as a smoothie. So you, you want to opt for more smoothies and have juice for like for fun, for right? Fun. Yeah, for a snack. And also too, like eating this hyper-nourishing food, it reduces inflammation because inflammation is the silent killer. So somebody who eats a lot of sweets and candies, as soon as you eat that, digestion begins in the mouth and it lurks your cells in your body You're like, oh no, oh, this person's eating a cookie. And then it has to come and battle the inflammation in your body. One cookie just sets off your the high glycemic and it warms your entire body for 24 hours. So if you're eating chronically all these different breads and sugars and candies and sodas, your body isn't going to be in this chronic state of inflammation, just trying to battle. That's how people are getting type two diabetes. Their insulin, they're like, they're done. They're like, we're done. We're, we've tapped out. Like, and it's it's reversible, which type two diabetes is reversible. But they think it's a death sentence. And oh, my mom had it. My grandfather had it. This is reversible. It's what they're eating. It's what what, what did Dr. Greger say? That diets don't run a family. Um, he has a saying, I can't, I'm not butchering it, but basically he's saying- Diseases don't run in families. Diets, diets run, run in families. families, yes. And so I picked up the diet that I learned from my mom. She picked it up from her mom. And a lot of these aren't very healthful. They had different genes back in the day. So my mom has a certain way she eats. She passed on these genes. I have a certain way I eat. I pass on those genes. And they're always kind of getting worse and worse and worse if we don't if we don't correct it. Right. So Marcy and I both, we she grew up with a mom who was constantly dieting. They ate a lot of crap. And you guys had some good food, actually. But I too, my mother was morbidly obese, and we had a lot of crap. We ate out all the time, like pizzas and hamburgers and French fries and all that stuff. So Marcy and I, we are like stopping everything in the track. So yep. our genetics load the gun, but our lifestyle pulls the trigger. So Marcia and I, we have, I've got so much heart disease in my family. My father literally just had a quadruple bypass. So his heart, all his arteries were clogged, quadruple bypass. This is the reason why I am plant-based. I've got so much heart disease in my family that they get it because of the way they live, the food that they're eating, all that crap that they're eating. They don't exercise a lot. They're staying up, they're not sleeping, there's alcoholism, there's all these different things. Me, I'm in recovery, I'm sober. I just celebrated nine years sober this weekend. Thank you so much. And I have completely changed the way I eat compared to the way my family eats. A lot of my family is obese, I'm in a normal weight, but it's because of the lifestyle I lead. I exercise, I sleep. I have amazing friends and we like support each other. And that's the same with you, Marcia. Yeah. You've completely changed your family. And your people lifestyle. think it's crazy. Like, oh, Marcia and Jackie are crazy, but obsessed. No, that's this is normal, healthy. What they're doing is crazy. Sitting on the couch, it's crazy eating uh, junk food 24 seven. You have to see the flip side of it. It's kind of crazy that the people who are seeing they're eating bad foods and judging, actually it's a whole mindset changeover. It's well, like, no, you're the crazy ones. We're the normal ones now. Well, no, but but it's, a, I, I don't mean to interrupt you there, Marcy, but it's really important what you're saying because you both have good energy. Like you, not only do you have energy, but you have good energy. Oh. See it, I, like I can feel it through the Zoom that you both have positive energy. You both have uplifting energy. You both have a good life force energy, you know? So I, I think 
when you're doing what you're doing, when is when it comes to health and mindset and everything else and what you intake, it will naturally sort of spill off in that way of just having this abundantly great energy. And obviously, you know, um, I'm not going to dispel ages here, but you know, you both have great, from what I see, complexion and youthful youthfulness to you, right? So it is working. It, it seems to me, right. You know, you, you are practicing what you preach and it's, you know, that's great. So, you know, and, and it, right. A lot of fun. Yeah. It's, and it, but, it, but it, I think it has to be fun. Right. I think what all you're saying is like, if you can make it in a way that's engaging and, and like enlightening for your own way of doing things, again, it's about like, we're going back to the same theme about habits and about actions and about what you are consciously doing with yourself. That makes all, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm jokingly have hardly saying this, but you know, we're, this episode is focused for women, but I know my wife will watch this later and she'll bang me over the head. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. But, um, but anyways, it's deeply important that we recognize this and especially when it goes to the theme that you mentioned with inflammation i think people out there women out there need to be more more conscious of what having problems with inflammation can do to the rest of your body to bring on other diseases we it's not spoken about enough i know enough about it you know from you know, previous research and other conversations and I'm privy to having, you know, knowing what that can do to you. But let's go, if we can go a little bit more into that, if, if it's okay, because I want to knock that issue a little bit more home about how, if we're not taking care of our inside, what inflammation can do uh, for women that can be really detrimental. Can we speak a little bit more into that? Yeah. If that's right. And it's important that people realize if I eat a cookie right now, I'm not going to get diabetes immediately. If I eat pizza tonight, like we're going to have pizza tonight for dinner, am I going to end up, am I going to have a heart attack tonight? No, it doesn't happen that fast. It literally can take decades. For some people, it's a little bit shorter. Maybe it's a decade, maybe it's five years. But for most people, it's decades, 40, 50, 60 years. Yes, literally. So I actually had a melanoma in situ removed. And melanoma, skin cancer, scary, scary, scary. But I had that removed right around the time I was 49 or 50. As a child, I was constantly playing outside, loved being outside. I remember my mother would like always like yell, Jackie, time to come inside. And I would cry because I'd have to like, stop playing and I'd have to eat. And I just wanted to play, play, play. But I was literally outside all the time, didn't wear sunscreen. 40, 50 years later is when that cancer showed up. So it takes decades for this to happen. So it's really, really important that we're, it's not gonna be like instant gratification. However, if you do start changing your diet, you have that hyper nourishing smoothie for breakfast, or if you start inviting more plants to your plate, starting maybe with one meal, you will start noticing a difference right away. I've got an example. My brother-in-law was in town. He was visiting my husband and I. He is a huge meat eater. And my husband ended up taking him to a vegan restaurant. They watched What the Health. And they're like, hmm, maybe we should give this a shot. So they went to eat a vegan lunch. And my brother-in-law called me like an hour after lunch. He's like, Jackie. I'm like, what's up? He goes, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Usually after I eat, he'll like have a burger or a steak or something for lunch. He has to take a, he has to come home and take a nap. He's like, I've got so much energy. This is insane. There really is something to it. So if you do start eating more plants, you will notice it very, very quickly. So it's really important that you will start noticing that you have more energy. And that's one of the things that we encourage our tribe and the people, the people that we coach, and we coach men and women, predominantly women. But those are the things that we encourage you guys to look at. Like, how do you feel after you're eating? And maybe you do go out and have pizza, but how do you feel after? Do you have a stomach ache? Are you tired? Do you need a nap? Well, how'd you feel after that smoothie? I don't even need my coffee. <laughs> but it's good that I think it's in a way for me as speaking as a male here, like, I think it's, 
important that you're almost you, not only that are you helping women because a lot of women are seeking out these kind of um health you know revolutionary things that can be change their life completely but i mean women have such impact on men right they have such i mean it depends on your relationship but i think in general if it if the women lead the charge on these issues it'll change really the world all right i i believe it, just because i mean i i'm married you know i know my wife has a tremendous impact on on me i'm really stubborn in certain things but i think over time you know like i think it's hard I think it's harder in general for men to get into this just because, yeah, I mean, I love them. I love my steak. I love the meat. I love the the cheeseburger, I, all that, you know, I mean, that's, that's who I am. You know, it's just, that, my wife is, uh, it takes like a health scare for somebody to wake up for something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's not, I mean, it de depends on the individual, but it's usually some health scare. They're like, Whoa, I have had cancer or high blood pressure or high cholesterol, heart attack heart attack yeah or someone has to be put on meds for the rest of the quote unquote for the rest of her life um this which happened to my sister-in-law she she heard she had pre-diabetes and all of a sudden they're like we're gonna have to put you on some medication if you don't you know cure this in six months you're on this window of being type 2 diabetic and it freaked her out so she was like oh, like i don't be on meds like that was her aha moment and she actually lost 20 to 30 pounds because she was like 50 or 60 pounds overweight but that was enough to make her high blood pressure and her cholesterol to go down you know and when i first went plant-based my husband thought it was crazy but i went plant-based due to a health scare too you know i thought it was crazy i came from the fitness i was a fitness model and a fitness competitor did all this bikini modeling but i grew up like meat equals muscle so i had to build you know eat meat for build muscle and so i was stuck in this bodybuilder we call it bro science mentality it was mentality and I heard from all these guys, you need to eat more meat, eat more meat. So all I had like eight, eight five or six times a day from egg whites to tuna, you know, it was like really big, you know, eating different types of fish and chicken to build meat, I mean, to build muscle because of this meat diet. But in the end, I, that high protein diet put me in the hospital three different times. I had to get my kidney stones lasered because I was doing super high protein, low carb, Kind of moderate fat i had a six pack and nice glutes and won all these fitness competitions and been on magazine covers and at the end of the day i wasn't healthy i, I looked fit but i wasn't healthy so just know that there's someone out there with a six pack <laughs> ripped and shredded it's a visual like you think oh wow they look fit they weren't i was a personal training personal trainer at the time telling my clients to eat my diet uh, and knowing what it did to me and I was not given the right nutrition information. And when I was sitting at the registered dietitian's office, after the third time getting my kidney stones lasered, she said, Marcia, you're gonna ruin your kidneys. You're gonna get kidney cancer. Something's gonna happen. Like this is really hard on your kidneys. Like, what are you doing? So I was like, oh, I'm a bodybuilder. So I eat one times my body weight. So I was 145 pounds. I made sure I get 145 grams of protein, you know, dispersed throughout the day of animal protein. And it wasn't doing me any favors. It wasn't making me healthy. It was harming me. And I didn't want to see it till I was in the doctor's office after my third time, not the first. You think I would learn because sometimes it takes somebody like one time and they like my sister-in-law, she had, she heard she was on meds and she was like, oh, I'm not going to take it. I'm not me. I'm like, I'm going to go back to eating my meat. And it took me a second time, then a third. And then finally I sat there. And when she told me that I could get kidney cancer, that kind of scared me. Then that was my oh, third time later. So sometimes it, is, it takes us more than once or twice to hear like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And then one day you're going to have your own personal aha moment that resonates you. And when she gave me this paper, I looked at it and I never even heard the term vegan. I knew what a vegetarian was, but I saw on the paper said, you know, low protein vegan diet. And I looked at it, I go, vegan? And she goes, vegan. And I go, what? And I didn't even, I had no idea. She goes, I, I want you to abstain from all animal products. And I want you to eat, you know, low protein, but lots of fruits and vegetables. And I, I was like, oh my God. And I was like, I've never heard of a low protein in my life. I mean, I've watched my mom be on low carb and high protein. And next thing you know, here I am doing the same thing my mom did, but my mom never, got into the phase where it was really detrimental on her health. She was on a yo-yo diet and still she's like overweight because now she's done with the diets and she's just gonna eat a normal standard American diet, right? Like she gave up, but I didn't wanna give up. I was like, no, I'm not giving up. Like I wanna 
be edu you know educated on my own personal health, my own advocate, because you are your own advocate for your own personal health. And you're the only, only you, no one's going to save you. No one's going to feed you. Only you are responsible for your health. And that was my aha moment. Like I have to get educated. I don't, I didn't know this high protein can do this. Why is this happening to me? And that sent me on my journey. This was 11 years ago on eating more healthful foods. Um, Cause while I was a fitness competitor, I wasn't eating processed food at all. I was out of processed food. I was eating um, partially like some fruits and vegetables, not a lot, but mainly a lot of animal protein and avocados, like steak or eggs or chicken, avocado, and then maybe five or six asparagus spears, or a little bit of broccoli. I wasn't eating enough fruits and vegetables. I wasn't eating the five to nine. I was scared of bananas. I thought fruit was gonna make me fat. I didn't realize like it was actually providing nutrients and healing my body and like say like berries help free radicals on the cells is great for anti-aging. So I started finding out what food really did like per fruit and vegetable and how it heals the body and what vitamins, nutrients, and you know, just different minerals it had in it versus what I was actually doing to my body. And I wasn't eating enough raw fresh foods. I was eating a lot of cooked foods and I would go microwave it. So I started you know, diving deep into my diet. As soon as I saw what I was eating, I was like, oh my gosh. And, and here's here's again, I had the diet mentality when she gave me this diet. I thought, ah, oh, another diet, let me try it. <laughs> and I never thought in a million years I would stick to it. I thought it was gonna be something for 30, 60 or 90 days. And here I am 11 years later and I'm off the diet. So. Unbelievable. I, and going back to what we spoke about earlier, I think this is deeply important. And I want all the women out there who are listening to this and watching this too. And if you've been watching our videos over the last months, you know how important it is, is starting with self love, do the best you can each and every day, wherever you are in your life to really embrace and love and find yourself because it's everything starts there, right? Everything we're talking about right now for all the women out there, you have to embrace the uniqueness, the beautiful, everything that you are starting today to make all this line up and happen for you in the manner you want it for the rest of your life. And we, we talk about that a lot in Spirit because the thing is all these, all, all the life we really want in the end, the most beautiful life that we can hope to imagine, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna just be the, your, from your marriage, your family, your friends, the people you meet in your life. It's, it's about your self journey, right? It's about your self discovery and to getting into what it means to be you. Right. And all this embracing, all this will change your life. This kind of way of eating these kind of habits. I mean, it, it, it will complement it, right? I mean, if we were really, really, truly embracing how beautiful we are, we're all beautiful, right? We are all individually beautifully, you know, a creature of, of our own making, right? So, and the more we understand that we're going to want to embrace these kind of ways of eating these foods much, much more, right? They go hand in hand, right? Because the thing is, again, it's like no one person is going to say you are like this, you are like this, because that becomes like these horrible attachments to you that you can just never knock off, right? You're going to want to embrace those things that are going to give you the energy that Jackie and Merce both have. Look at them. There's, there's, those, <laughs> I just feel good talking to them, you know? So it's just good energy rubs off, right? Good energy is contagious. Positivity is contagious, but it takes the work of oneself to be able to do that, right? It's the dis you have to have the discipline, right? And I'm 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 curious to ask you both, you know, for women out there, because some, some people are listening right now, they're probably not in the best position in their life right now. They're going through a difficult time. You know, we're filming this particular episode and 2021 we've come out a year that's been absolutely heavy and just difficult because of worldly events you know and there are a lot of issues especially women these times are if they're especially working at home and maybe having to take care of the kids and they feel overwhelmed with so many responsibilities they don't have these women 
don't have time for themselves. Women need time for themselves, believe me. I'm married to an extraordinary woman. She needs time for herself, you know? So um, instead, because again, food, food can be fun. Food can be fun, right? The right food can be fun. How, if women out there are, are dealing and battling certain depressive or anxious related themes in their life right now, instead of going to the ice cream tonight or the, you know, to the, the really fatty chips or whatever it may be, what, what are some types of foods that they, that you can say to them right now? Hey, try this right now tonight. If you're feeling like this, it'll change you. It'll change the way you feel. What type of foods? Do you like Snickers? Like a Snickers bar? I mean, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> one of our favorites is so flipping good dates. If you have dates, peanut butter, if you guys live near a Whole Foods, you can get like the 365 organic peanut butter. It's only peanuts and a little bit of salt. And then maybe you can get some vegan chocolate chips if you want, but put a scoop of the peanut butter in with a date. And if you want to have the chocolate chips, you can, you don't even need them, but you eat that, it's delicious. But here's another thing you can do. Put that in the freezer for like 10, 20 minutes and then eat it after it's frozen. That is smacking my Game changer. Oh, so <laughs> good. So that's like a really delicious sweet treat. But it all kind of circles back to exactly what you were just talking about. First, loving yourself. And I know at Spirit Lift, you guys are a lot about spirituality. You guys talk a lot about different things. And like, if once you really truly learn to love yourself and you treat your body as a temple, you will start wanting to feed your body foods that are nourishing and healing to yourself. And the foods that are nourishing and healing are the plant foods, the fruits, the vegetables, nuts, seeds, beans, grains, legumes, and they are delicious. The foods that are causing inflammation, the, that are causing dis-ease, those are not doing anything. It's not feeding your temple. And we do need to treat our bodies as we would a loved one. Like mm -hmm. I'm not gonna, if Marcia is sick and I have to come over and take care of you, I'm not going to feed you hamburgers and hot dogs, even mm. if they're vegan, yeah, because nope. it's not like, it's not going to help you heal. Nope. So we really do need to treat ourselves as we would our loved ones. And we need to first be kind to ourselves. And if we mess up, like, oh my God, I ate oh, a wow. regular Snickers, enjoy it. Because next time I'm going to have that date with the peanut butter, or maybe a couple little vegan chocolate chips. But what are some yeah. of your favorite crunchy, like yeah. savory snacks? You know, I, I don't know. Well, I have a lot. <laughs> I have a lot. But I actually like just carrots and celeries with fun little dips. Like you can dip it in hummus. You can dip it in. We like we just had a, a cashew. Um, oh, okay. Yes, sour cream and chive dip. And you take some vegetables and dip it with some bell peppers. Those are fun crunch. And you get used to once you start liking healthier foods or foods that bring health to you you feel better. It's, it's also too, I would say, hang around people that feel like sunshine, okay? So when people feel like sunshine and you have this community, people are plugged in, they're a helpful community, not body bashing. Like sometimes, here's an example. Oh, we're gonna go drinking tonight. Everyone's drinking, eating bad food. That sounds fun in theory, and it can be, but it could be also disease related. It could, if you're doing it too much, too often, you're just not gonna feel good. You could be like Jackie was an alcoholic, you can be an alcoholic or you could be addicted to food. Addiction comes in different forms. So you could be addicted to four or five different things. You can be addicted to drinking uh, your cell phone, <laughs> like the digital stuff. And then it's uh, these dopamine hits, right? It's like, oh, instant you know, gratification, it feels good. But you have to unwire your stuff and hang around people that feel like sunshine, like a community that's gonna lift you up, like teach you how to be happier. It's all about being happier. So Jackie and I have a community called Plant Chicks Tribe. It's on Facebook. So if you're a lady, please feel free to join it. And we, not only do we teach, you know, workouts and mindset and how to eat, we teach happiness, like teaching people how to be happy because at the end of the day, if you are going through life, not present and not happy, not, not even like liking what you eat, say you're eating a healthy meal and you're like, eh, you're like, oh, angry eating it. Like I have to eat this. You already set that, that mentality. You're on this diet. You hate what you're doing. You're not going to enjoy your meal. And then you're just going to eat it. And then you're probably going to binge later. But you know, we're in a different place where we're like, oh, we enjoy this. This makes us feel good. It's, it's just like, it gives you life. 
and you could break bread, so to speak, like with a smoothie or whatever, a salad, and you feel good about it. And and you can and when you hang out with those people, it's so crazy. Like I've been with Jackie for four years, and she's taught me a lot about like sobriety and not drinking. Like I would be the healthful person that would I'll be healthy Monday through Friday, and then Friday night I'm going to drink and eat bad foods with my friends, and then go back to Monday eating healthy and working out again. But we've been on so many adventures together, eating healthy, not even drinking, right. nothing. And you actually enjoy the experience way better. So I'm not hungover the next day or food hungover. You know, that food yeah. makes you feel bloated and gassy. And so I've learned a lot from her, you know, going into experiences from traveling to, we travel a lot too, before COVID, we travel a lot, did lots of talks. And I didn't have to go back to like a hotel room and drink and, you know, that kind of stuff. And then pass out eating a, big heavy meal we did it all healthy and then we teach people we have a thing called healthy hour where we teach people to be healthy and you instead of happy hour it's healthy hour and that way you it changes your mentality and once people get into that then they kind of have this aha moment like oh, i can go into a dinner or a, a party or something whatever event it is like a birthday holiday wedding without drinking without eating bad foods and still be very conscious and be happy about it because a lot of times people equate oh you have to give up everything you don't have to give up everything you have you can pick and choose what you give up but you can't be everything all the time because there's always gonna be a birthday there's always gonna be a holiday a special occasion a special occasion a friday saturday or sunday right people will make excuses to drink and eat and all this stuff and you're at the end of the day that leads to a day leads to a week a week leads to a year years lead to decades the next thing you know you have heart disease or some kind of chronic illness or disease and you're like how did it happen then you want to blame your genes and it's not your genes it's your lifestyle so important because it's really focusing on what you can do the best with what you're wanting to do to make that like i mean again going back to what you were saying 80 20 as long as this becomes really for women the 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 main driving force in your life and with the way you eat and consciously doing it and then you have those occasions of this or that okay fine but as long as like the main way in which you do it is focus on that i mean that's a that's excellent you know that could sincerely change so many women's life what well, it has to do with you know preventing certain types of diseases and the inflammation issue understand especially you know we haven't gone too much into that this for this episode but related to hormones maybe in another occasion we can do that because i think for women especially understanding how that relates to particular women's hormones is a really big deal right with foods and um just having this overall sense of creating the lifestyle having that amazing energy that these two amazing women have you, anyone you know all the women out there can achieve that right and it's going to rub off on men like me who are way too stubborn and have need a lot more work done to them so <laughs> so unfortunately we don't have that much more time on this episode, but I want to ask you both one last thing for women out there that really want it. Cause sometimes there's a lot of women out there that really want to start right now and change their life around. So I want to start right now and make a positive difference in their life. And they're like, I've had it. I want to be the woman that I truly feel like I can be inside. They want that. They want to come out, right? Like they want to come out with that powerful youthfulness and energy and just feel amazing today. Can you talk a little bit more in detail about the 30 day um, challenge that you have and what that encompasses just to uh, give our viewers and listeners an idea? Yeah. So we have a 30 day challenge. We also have a four week let's get lit program. And both of these, first of all, all of our programs are all inclusive. They all have plant-based nutrition, tons of a delicious recipes because what you were talking about earlier, like if food isn't pretty, if it doesn't taste good, we're not eating it. We're foodies. <laughs> we like to eat, but we like good food. So all the foods we have, it's all like whole food plant-based. We do have some soul food recipes in there for you as well, but we also have workouts. So in our 30 day challenge, we have hit and yoga and a ton of recipes. We also have goal call. 
So every Monday in our Plant Chicks Tribe, so ladies, wherever you are, we do invite you to join our Plant Chicks Tribe on Facebook. It's for women only, but we always do Goal Call Monday. So you write out your goals. You write them out in the comments on the live. And this is just a really incredible opportunity for you to claim your goals. So when you write them down, you look at them every day, you're more likely to achieve them, especially when you share them with the rest of the tribe. So you're being held accountable. And then for women who are maybe they're like, I really want to do this. I'm I'm ready to try to eat more plants. So the 30 day challenge or our Let's Get Lit program are good. But for those ladies, for the ladies that are listening, you're not working out right now or you're not working out a lot. Maybe you've got some joint issues. Maybe you're in your 50s like I am and I, I don't like bouncing and doing a lot of these hip workouts anymore. We have our Let's Get Lit, which is low impact interval training. And in our, in our Let's Get Lit program, we have 30 different workouts from yoga, strength training, Pilates. Her Pilates are crazy intense, but amazing. Full body workouts, cardiovascular workouts, over a hundred plant-based nutrition recipes with whole foods and soul foods. And then we also have mindset workbooks. Talking about the habit cycle that we were talking about earlier. So we cover everything. So depending on where you are, ladies, if you're like, if you like some really intense workouts, maybe the 30 day challenge would be a better option for you. And you can get everything on our website, plantchicks.com. But if you're brand new to working out or just wanting to get back into working out, or maybe recovering from an injury, I would recommend our Let's Get Lit four week program. And one of the nice things with our programs, when you get it one time, you can do it as many times as you want. We encourage you to keep coming back and keep doing it. Unbelievable. So much amazing information and amazing programs. And I, what I really, I think is going to help a lot of women out there is that, that sense of accountability as well. Like you're joining other group of women who really are there for each other, helping each other, encouraging each other and can, you know, get on this journey together. That's, that's what, again, going back to what we said earlier, that makes a difference who is around you, how they're impacting you for the good or the bad. Right. And being aware of that. And if you have the type of community you have, I mean, how can you go wrong? Right. And we're there with them. We're there with you. We're doing the workouts with you the whole time. We're there for the goal call every Monday we show up. We love our tribe and we wouldn't be where we are today without you guys. That's incredible. So for all the women out there, please seek out all of their information, the programs, the website. We're going to include all of the information in all of the platforms, the comments, and descriptions. So you will, any, any woman out there who's looking to start this today and join this incredible community and these programs, we're going to include all the information so you can change your life around right now, right this moment. So want to thank you both so much for being on this episode of Spearlift. It was an absolute honor. Plan Chicks, amazing, amazing, amazing program and amazing projects. And I congratulate you both. And thank you so much for the positive and impactful um, ways in which you're really helping women. It's incredible. Thank you for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Take care, everyone. Mm-hmm.